Well, hello and welcome. Happy Father's Day 2021. I'm so grateful to be welcoming you into the Sunday gathering of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock and Reverend Cassandra Ray. We are an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality. And as we begin our gathering today, I would like to respectfully acknowledge that I am coming to you from the traditional and unceded territory of the Chinook, Cowlitz, and the Clackamas First Nations in Portland, Oregon. Today is a very special day. It is Father's Day and the eve of summer solstice and Indigenous Peoples Day in Canada. So on this day, with the most light in the Northern Hemisphere and the beginning of summer, Canada celebrates the 25th anniversary of Indigenous Peoples Day, a day to recognize and honor the history, heritage, and diversity of First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples in Canada. So let this be a new season of reconciliation and connection, of healing, where we truly see one another across differences, unafraid of difficult truths, where dignity, mutual respect, and accountability thrive in a culture of compassion, cooperation, and revolutionary love. I am gonna put a link for those of you who are joining us live on Zoom, which I love to connect live with you. I'm just gonna put in a link in the Zoom chat where you can learn more. Um, you can read, listen, watch, and, and appreciate all of the different First Nation, Inuit, and Métis cultures and voices, experience, and histories. So I put a link in there for you to check that out, of course, after our gathering. And now I would like to do a special Father's Day blessing as our invocation. And so I invite you, I invite you to get centered, to turn within and to take in this blessing. So we give thanks for the gift of life, the gift of those who love us, and especially today, the gift of our fathers. We send love and blessings to fathers who have given their love, presence, and support. We give love, we send love and blessings to fathers who, lacking a good model for a father, have worked to become a commendable father. To fathers who by their own account were not always there for their children, but who now offer their children love and support. To fathers who have been wounded by the words and actions of their children, we send love and blessings. To fathers whose children are adopted and whose love and support has nurtured a thriving life. To fathers who as stepfathers freely choose the obligation of fatherhood and cultivated their stepchildren's love and respect. 
we send love and blessings to fathers who have lost a child to death and continue to hold the child in their heart. To those who have no children but cherish the next generation as if they were their own. And to those who have fathered us in their role as mentors and guides, we send love and blessings. To those who are about to become fathers, may they openly delight in their children. And to fathers who have died but live in our memory and whose love continues to nurture us. Allowing this blessing to take root in our hearts and minds, I affirm that this one life of spirit that lives through all, that it holds each one of us wherever we might be, knowing that fathers are a divine blessing, a part of the divine plan. I give thanks for all the dads and for all of us who father. Knowing this is a time of connection, belonging, compassion, and healing, I release this prayer, these blessings, right into the very soul of the universe, knowing it is done, I let it be, and so it is. Our musician this week is singer-songwriter Linda Kittering. Her career in music was encouraged by her pianist mother, and what a career it is. Linda is justifiably one of Vancouver's most sought-after session singer. She's an incredible woman with a, a light-filled presence who brings the love of her parents into her being. And we are just so blessed that we get to have her here with us live. Please join me in welcoming Linda Kidder. Thank you. Um, I wrote this song for my dad. Um, he's been gone almost 20 years now, but I started writing it uh, when I was, we took turns being in the hospital with him for a week. And uh, we all had a ba our bed and that, so he wasn't ever alone. And um, I just pictured him, you know, starting his walk up to the pearly gates, and that's how this song started. There should be bagpipes, and, and this is a different rhythm, but I'm using it for today. <laughs> Pipers, start your pipers, piping drummers, start your drums, cause Leo Morgan's coming home tonight. He is walking to the pearly gate, sometimes it takes a while. He has so many hands to shake, St. Peter's bound to smile. So Leo, lad, you've come at last, your halo's quite a sight. Sound the trumpets, sound the pipes. Cause Leo's home tonight My daddy's been a busy man He's had so many jobs A 
Husband, father, friend, and neighbor, brother, singer, expert, tailor, always told the greatest jokes, they never were off color. His teacher was his best, his little funny Scottish mother. Now raise your eyes to the brightest starry sky, there's leagues of angels coming, winging their way. He'll join his kin, and the party will begin when Leo Morgan comes back home again. There's your mom and dad and Fred and Bert and Harry and your dog Bud. There's Isabel and Arden and Uncle Chuck and Lady Buck. Many more who've come before they've gathered here to say it took you long enough for a friend, but it's good to see your face. So raise your eyes to the brightest starry sky. There's leagues of angels coming, winging their way. He'll join his king, and the party will begin when Leo Morgan comes back home again. Oh, da, we're gonna miss ya, and that great big heart of yours, your cowbell ukulele, and your laughter and your stories. So here's our prayer to send you on your way. And down the road I know we'll hear your sweet voice once again. Raise your eyes to the brightest starry sky. There's leagues of angels coming, winging their way. He'll join his kin, and the party will begin. When Leo Morgan comes back home, when Leo Morgan comes back home, when Leo Morgan comes back home again. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Linda Kidder. What an excellent way to open the heart as we continue this exploration today of letting the light in, letting the light expand and move us, allowing love to usher us in to this next yet to be. You know, I, like many of you, grew up in a religious culture that viewed God as an entity outside of yourself. God lived separate from humans, you know, up in heaven, and at the end of your life, you'd be judged. If you measured up, then you could join God in heaven for all eternity. But if you didn't, hmm, then you would suffer for all eternity. I also, like many of you, found the Centers for Spiritual Living in search of something different, in search of a community that affirms our goodness rather than our brokenness, a religion that empowers instead of measures, 
I used to think if I wanted religion, then it had to be, oh, you know, in a way that someone else told me how it had to be. But when I began studying the science of mind and spirit, I learned that no one could do my spiritual work for me. The services, classes, workshops, retreats, and all the events that we participate in are all here to support each one of us in a direct discovery and experience of spiritual truth. You see, we're all about the evolution of consciousness. Okay, but what does that mean? It means we expand our awareness, focusing on what we want to experience, aligning everything about us until we become what we want to live. And so for many of us, we began this journey starting out with a very clear idea or ideas about what we want to manifest, a job, a partner, raise, a home, etc. But if you stay on this journey long enough, you will soon find out that while getting things is rewarding, it's not as fulfilling as you thought it would be. There's something missing, something more. There's a call to go deeper, the soul's call. And for the past couple of weeks, we've been exploring the soul's call through this month's book, The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. And we've seen why we often refer to our spiritual journey as work. <laughs> it takes energy, effort, and dedication to understand who you really are to let go of emotional disturbances, to embrace your power and to stay centered. In the first week of June, we revolutionized our relationship with pain by looking at three ways to make peace with it. In the second week of June, we leaned into discomfort as the path to move through fear and into freedom. And today we will see how all of this work leads us right into the heart of love, right into love and into the beloved community. Or I like what my colleague, Reverend Stacy Hilton says, she calls it the beloved community, B-loved community, the beloved community. So Singer teaches that within each one of us, there is a connection to the divine. And this inner access to the divine makes it possible for you to have a direct experience of the divine, for you to know the divine personally, to know God, not because of what someone else tells you, but because you can experience it within yourself. And this is what he calls walking the inner path toward God, releasing everything that keeps you disconnected along the way. And for those who take this path, great transformation happens. And here's how he describes 
the evolution. Imagine what would happen if you started feeling tremendous love for all creatures, for every plant, for every animal, and for all the beauties of nature. Imagine if every child seemed like your own and every person you saw looked like a beautiful flower with its own color, its own expression, shapes and sounds. And as you went deeper and deeper, you would start noticing a phenomenal thing. You are no longer judging. The process of judging has simply stopped. This is, there is just appreciating and honoring. Where there used to be judging, there is now respecting, loving, and cherishing. To differentiate is to judge, to see, to experience, and to honor is to participate in life instead of standing back and judging it. Hmm. So if you knew that this evolution of tremendous love was waiting for you, would you do the work of walking this path toward the divine? As each one of us says yes to this personal and spiritual evolution of consciousness through our through our humanity into our divinity, we create a larger cultural evolution. Mm. How exciting. And guess what? When I looked up evolution in the dictionary, I found an interesting definition. Of course, the first definition of evolution it is any process of formation or growth, development and transformation. But if you keep reading, there's another definition that says an evolution is, and I quote, a motion incomplete in itself, but combines with coordinated motions to complete a single action as in a machine. I love this so much because what it points, what it's like pointing to is that as each one of us evolves, we begin to see that we're a part of a much larger picture of cultural evolution. In other words, your evolution is much bigger than you. Your personal evolution is intrinsically tied to cultural evolution. And what I really want you to consider is that neither one of these things happen without the other, that they're so intricately designed as if part of a machine that one turns inspiring the other, etc. This means that your evolution as an individual part of the collective is vital to the collective evolution. And the work you're doing doesn't only benefit you, it benefits everyone. This interconnectedness of the individual with the collective is rooted in indigenous consciousness. 
I am indigenous through my father's lineage. I am Inupiaq, an Inuit tribe located in the North Slope Borough in Alaska. And as one of the northernmost towns in the world, there is no survival of the individual without the collective. And due to the Earth's tilt, my father's town, Ikyavik, is currently experienced 24 hours of daylight. The midnight sun does not set for approximately 83 days from the beginning of May to the beginning of August. But don't mistake light for heat. <laughs> the average temperature in June is 2.6 degrees Celsius. <laughs> it's so warm today. We all might be a little jealous of a little coolness, right? But July is the warmest month of the year with an average temperature of 5.7 degrees. And today's forecast, I looked it up this morning, is a high of two and a low of minus one with fog and clouds. So it is actually one of the cloudiest places on earth and is completely overcast slightly more than 50% of the year. Wow. So in the winter months, when the Northern hemisphere is tilted away from the sun, the sun sets in November and doesn't rise again until the end of January. And the average temperature in February is minus 24 degrees. That's the average. And the lowest recorded temperature in Utkiavik is minus 48.9 degrees Celsius. So in this polar climate, the culture focuses not on the individual, but on the tribe, the collective. And on this Indi Indigenous Peoples Day, as we connect our personal evolution with the collective evolution, traditional Inupiaq values show us how to reach out and love one another, to evolve into the beloved community. Inupiaq values have been distilled into 12 ideals. And the first one is avoidance of conflict. Now this doesn't mean that you don't address problems or issues. It means that you're encouraged to try not to fight or argue. Instead, come from a place of compassion, the second Inupiaq value which encourages understanding, kindness, and love for one another. The third is cooperation, to willingly work together for the common good of all. The fourth is family and kinship, to know and honor your lineage. The fifth is humility, to not be boastful. The sixth is humor, the ability to laugh at something without hurting anyone. Many of you might remember that my dad died last summer. And um, one of my most fondest memories of him is his smile and laughter. I didn't know him very well. We didn't connect much. But in any of the 
the times that I have been with him, there's always been humor of some shape or form. And it's something that I remember about being in Alaska and being in the community is humor. Okay. Knowledge of language and spirituality are the seventh and eighth Inupiaq values. The ninth value is hunting traditions. So transporting food to Utkiavik is very expensive and many people rely on hunting for food. Whale hunting is essential both for subsistence and for the culture. So when a team catches a whale, it isn't just for the team, it's shared with the community. Sharing is the 10th Inupiaq value. And all of this is deeply embedded in respect. The 11th Inupiaq value is respect for nature. Imagine how our world might change if all policy around natural resources was written from a place of respecting nature. The final and 12th Inupiaq value and one of the, the most important ones kind of all leads up to this is to love and respect our elders and one another. The soul's call is both an inner and outer journey. Inupiaq values show us how to walk the outer path with one another. And the untethered soul shows us how to walk the inner path within yourself. The beloved community is something that happens both inside and outside of you. It is both what it's like to live inside your mind and heart and what it's like to connect with you. And both aspects are essential to the personal and collective evolution of humanity. And my prayer is that we become the beloved community, each one of us, and that we extend that energy out into the world. And this week, I invite you to do two things. So one is, I invite you to look through the eyes of God. And I'm, go I'm gonna tell you more about that in just a moment. Um, I'll just tell you that the other thing is to practice one of the Inupiaq values. Those are the two things I'd ask for you to practice this week. So let's provide a little bit more guidance on how to do that, okay? So I'm gonna read to you from the untethered soul. Singer asks you to consider, what if it is really true that God is not judging? What if God is loving? We all know that true love doesn't judge. Love sees nothing but beauty in its beloved. There is no impurity, 
there is no possibility of impurity. No matter what it beholds, it's all beautiful. That is how true love sees. That is what it looks like through the eyes of love. So if God is love, what must it look like through those eyes? The eyes that are filled with infinite love and unconditional compassion. What must it look like? So I invite you to look through the eyes of love, starting with yourself, extending that out to everyone you encounter with, the people that you live with, the people that you interact with in your building or on your block, the person working at the grocery store. What is it like to see them through the eyes of unconditional love and compassion? Practice that this week, starting with yourself. First thing in the morning, look in the mirror and see yourself through these eyes of infinite love. Does it change what you see? Practice one of the Anupiaq values. What a great way to honor Indigenous Peoples Month. And I want to just, I'm going to recap them for you. And I can, for those of us who are live, I can paste them in our Zoom chat. There you go. Did it work? I don't know if that worked. It did not work. Hold on one second. It's going to happen. Here we go. There you go. And our Inupiaq values, avoidance of conflict, compassion, cooperation, family and kinship, humility, humor, hunting traditions, knowledge of language, sharing, spirituality, respect for nature, love and respect for our elders and one another. So pick one of them as your intention for the day, for the week, for the month, and see what it teaches you. See how you walk through the world differently when you're focusing on cooperation when you're focusing on compassion, when you're focusing on love and respect. I want to close today with a quote from, from the untethered soul. As his final message, Spoiler alert, <laughs> this is the final paragraph in the book. <laughs> Singer writes, you have a loving God. In truth, you have love itself for a God. And love cannot do other than love. Your God is in ecstasy and there's nothing you can do about it. And if God is in ecstasy, I wonder what God sees when God looks at you. 
I wonder what God sees in God. Oops. I know for me, it inspires me to let go of all of the limitations, all of the limiting beliefs. And just, even if only for a moment, to step into being enough, exactly as is, to allow that compassion, that love, and that power to be right here right inside of me and each one of us has a choice to use that love compassion and power to evolve to be love to be loved community and so it is and so i invite you to turn within as we take this into affirmative prayer into spiritual mind treatment I take this moment to recognize the unconditional love of spirit that is indefinable and yet so present, so here at the center and at the core of each and every one. I know that it is the essence of every person, every, everything, this entire universe. That everyone and everything comes from this deep power of creative love and returns to it. That we never actually leave. And yet, what a beautiful thing to be human, to have this free will and experience. And to know actually that each step in life is a step toward the truth of our being. And so what I affirm is that each and every one has this experience of unconditional love because it is the truth of each one of us. That spirit is guiding each one of us into this path toward itself, toward the divine, that there are so many gifts to be received. And so I send a blessing to each one right here and right now, knowing that each one is on this beautiful path of becoming, of blossoming. And so that this unconditional love, this divine love makes itself known right here and right now within the hearts and minds of each one of us. And knowing that this revelation, this evolution of love, that it gets those wheels turning and that it shows up in the world as part of a larger cultural revolution. Ah, what a beautiful day this is for the evolution to answer the soul's call. And so I send a blessing, especially to all the dads. And I send a blessing for all those who might have any sort of of pain or healing that needs to be done around one's dad or being a dad. And just knowing that at the center of all of it is this divine love and that dads are an expression of divine love. It is with all of this that I simply know 
and accept this love this day. And so I release this prayer right into that love, knowing it is answered already, beautifully, complete. I let it be. And so it is. Thank you, Cassandra. That was beautiful. And now we come to the time of offertory. Here at CSL White Rock, we create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. If you were inspired by today's music and message, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we gratefully receive your gift tithes and offering. You can donate on our website. There are three ways you can send us. You can check, uh, visit our website. You can see the address on the screen. You can mail us a check or send us an e-transfer. Please join me in declaring our prosperity affirmation. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is. 